In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus died for sinners, for you, and rose again. That is Christianity. But if you ask most people in America, it's be at least middle class or better and be kind. But the resurrection, that whole miracle where God became man and died and then rose again, they'll say it's more or less a myth, take it or leave it. And I think that's our fault. We love to blame the media or the culture or the times. Half of us secretly hate science, like it can somehow prove wrong the thing that we say our soul rests secure on. But I think this one's on us. We are afraid to let this whole thing rest on something the world might mock. So we've tried to hold it up on our own shoulders, our own works. We have convinced ourselves that the kind of Christianity where Jesus rises from the dead is incompatible with the world today. And in doing so, we have convinced the world that Christianity is incompatible with honesty. They see it. Ask them. They love to tell you. You Christians, all your standards are for hypocrites. You cling to them knowing full well you don't uphold them. You see, Christianity becomes synonymous with dishonesty when we claim that the whole point of it is to make us better people. And then, when it doesn't work, we cover up by excusing our sins or hiding them or attacking other people for theirs. And we get caught. All the time we get caught. One scandal after another. One leader after another. One fall after another. I really think that's why folks don't believe the supernatural from us. I mean, look at the stuff that people actually believe. Look at the things that people today will say without reservation are probably true, even though they can't prove it. How many people believe in aliens without any kind of evidence, believe in ghosts? People are arguing about whether or not the earth is flat on the internet. Lord have mercy. People have convinced themselves that a government can solve every problem in the world as long as you vote for the right person. We will throw all of our faith behind conspiracy and superstition, all without a fraction of the evidence that points to the truth that Jesus is risen from the dead. Something inside of us recognizes there has got to be more to this life than what we can see. There are superhero movies made for grown-ups that still gross a billion dollars. But we live in a culture convinced that Christianity is a farce for children. And it's not because people refuse to believe in the supernatural. It's because we insist that it stands on something less, that it stands on us. And that doesn't work. 
I mean, y'all can't uphold the simple stuff, the Ten Commandments. Why should anybody trust you with the unbelievable stuff? I mean, if Christianity is just be kind, but you lie so much about yourselves and how good you are, why should I trust you when you tell me that creation is thousands of years old and not billions? Why should I trust you about miracles when I can't trust you to tell me how your day went? Why would anybody trust us about the resurrection when we insist on being so fundamentally dishonest about ourselves. Why would they expect us to tell the truth about God? Anybody who needs something real from this place will move on. One, because we don't seem all that trustworthy. And two, because they know that they won't be welcome here for not being so good themselves. And this place sort of devolves into something ugly. It's like TV, but more wholesome. It's like entertainment, but without the dirty words you're afraid your kids will repeat, or the violence, as long as you don't read the Old Testament, because that stuff's in there a lot. But we'll still settle for it. Because secretly, we are forgetting how to hope for anything better. We just kind of pretend to. But late at night, we have all whispered to ourselves, If Christianity were really true, we wouldn't be here like this. I wouldn't be this weak for having it, this scared for trusting it, this anxious for being told week after week after week that everything is going to be okay, but wondering deep down inside if Jesus loving you really is actually enough to get you through this mess. I sure wouldn't be this sinful for coming here every single week and then going home to think and do and say things that we would never mention here. The one place, the one place where you're actually supposed to feel more comfortable confessing your sins because you literally hear God's words absolve your sins from your pastor. We miss the point about the faith. And the devil dances. Because we have told ourselves that if Christianity were true, we wouldn't be here like this. But the truth is, if Christianity were true, Jesus would be. He would be here, in this, for you. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep, and I will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all the places where they have been scattered on the day of cloud and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel and by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus is the one who rescues us by descending into dark and latter days, into the depth of our secret despair, into the pit of our sin and misery, so that he can pull us back out. This is not measured in our best somehow getting better, but in God joining us at our worst. Not so that we can become better. Not so that we would need to redefine our sins or spin them so we somehow look good. But so that we can know we are not alone inside of this. And we already have the victory over it. For when Christ joined us in this world, it was not just to sympathize. It was to conquer. 
Our Lord has come into this world, into the darkness, into the sin, into the despair, and he has borne our sins upon that cross for you. And your sins are forgiven, all of them gone, paid for in blood by the God who would not abandon you to despair, paid for by the God who would bring light to darkness, that darkness cannot overcome it. Your sins are forgiven you because Christ died for you here in the pit. And that changes the way we talk. Now, we can be honest, brutally honest. We have sins, lots, too many, and they're bad. This is the one place, the one place in the whole world where you should actually feel more comfortable being called a sinner. It's easier to talk about the stuff you did you regret in a bar than it is a church, and we messed that up along the way because this place offers more than just excuses and blame. We give Jesus in the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That is why we should feel so comfortable being sinners in church. Because here our Lord forgives you. Dark days will still be dark. That's fine. Because the Lord will still be risen. And even now, he continues to work comfort, to forgive, to save. The good shepherd will not and cannot abandon his sheep, and that becomes the core of our identity. It is not about us at all. It is not about our kindness or our wealth or our strength. It is about Jesus, his death, his resurrection. He is the good shepherd, and we are his sheep. And there is more hope in being tied to his miracle than to our lies about what we can build in this world. We have an identity that is more honest than the world that would call us liars and hypocrites because we don't need spin anymore. We don't need an excuse to believe in what the world would call a myth. We can honestly confess the situation and then honestly confess the Savior. We were the sheep that Jesus rescued. We are the sinners stranded in the darkest of days that Jesus has saved. We are the baptized. So you, baptized, hear the promise Christ would speak to you. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost and bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak. And the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. Because Christianity isn't for people who already think they're good They'll get the fruit of what they're actually worth when all the lies they tell themselves are peeled back and exposed. Christianity is for the sinner, the helpless, the outcast, the weak. Christianity is for me. Christianity is for you. Because Christianity is for sinners. So when you are weak and desperate, Afraid and anxious when you don't fit in and you know the depth of your sin and uncleanness. When you are wondering whether or not a Jesus loves you is actually enough to get you through this mess. Please hear the truth. Jesus has joined you in this mess. Love took flesh and it has already conquered it all. Sin, death, the power of the devil lay defeated right there at that cross. And our Lord has forgiven you. He has named you holy and worthy of love. For he is the good shepherd. And he will never tire of seeking you.
Amen.